this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Capricorn and Carta. Capricorn. Yes, you're a Capricorn. No, I'm actually a Libra. Yeah. Well, it depends, because I guess they did something with astrology where technically, if you did the math, you would actually be like... 20 days ahead or behind of your sign. So technically, I'm probably not a Libra. I'm probably either the one ahead or the one behind Libra. I don't know which one is which. Interesting. So. If I believed any in any of that stuff, I, I am a Virgo, according to normal stuff, without the 20 days, yeah. give or take, whatever thing. You know, and it usually describes me pretty well. So I don't know. Yeah, me too. I mean, with mine. Yeah. But, um, no, I changed my name to Capricorn this week because once again, we are exploring the, what I like to call the corny cinematic universe or the corny verse for short. Yes. And our friend, the corny Capricorn, the alien exchange student who, um, I'm afraid has severe mental problems that have been unchecked, undiagnosed and untreated. And frankly, I think there's a lot of abuse going on in his earth family of just sheer neglect. But, uh, we could talk about that later. Oh yeah, we, we will. There, there's, there's also other neglect. I mean, I mean, I mean other, uh, abuse in that family too. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, um, yes, as, as you've mentioned, we are covering yet another adventure of of Corny the Alien, Capricorn the Alien, this one called Being Scared. What is it? Being Scared and Feeling Brave? No, Feeling Scared. Feeling and Scared brave. and Acting Brave. That's it. Feeling Scared yeah. and Acting Brave, the Kid's Guide to Courage. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. there's like hardly any information about on the internet. I'm so surprised, honestly, how little information you could find. On, they made nine of these videos, and there's five of them you could find on YouTube. Only one of them is on uh, on on the Internet Movie Database. I just don't understand how the internet can have so much information about almost any subject. And yet there are some things where you literally just can't find, like no one wrote about this, like the billions of people in the world. It's a conspiracy. Well, I'm starting to wonder actually, because I did read an article a few days ago about how Google's search results have gotten just terrible over the past few years. And so Mm -hmm. there actually might be websites out there for the information that we're looking for. And we just can't find it because it's like buried underneath like thousands of pages of Google, you know? So like for all we know, there could be a website that like that, like had like everything about corny on it like a whole total corn fan you know and it's a corn conspiracy exactly it's a corn conspiracy they don't want kids to to act brave no and and to not into like escape predators by touching the zapper watch that zaps you into like old people's house. Oh, no, there's there's a lot of information on that one, but um, well, it's true. <laughs> true. That's no. the only one. Like the the street smart one is the only one that we get like a lot of uh, information about online, and I think yeah. that's just because of Eddie Burbeck. Yeah, because he covered it. Yeah, yeah. And... So yeah, um, I'm I'm sure it probably wouldn't have been available besides that. Maybe it was. I don't know. Be prior to him, but you know, nothing ever happened prior to him existing on. On YouTube, no, 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 not, not no, no, nothing. Yeah, so in this uh, film that was based on a s- story by Renan Hewlett and Lonnie Bradley, with a script by Joan E. That's it. Like the last name is the letter E. Okay, Joan E. I gotcha. All right, and directed by Steve Excline. Excline. E-C-C-L-E-S-I-N-E. I only know all this stuff because I watched the credits and wrote this all down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh-oh. 
Yeah, because I knew there was nothing online that I could have, so I, I had to write down the credits myself. Yeah, and uh, we have Chris Bono as Corny this time. He's uh, replacing Richard Stephen Horvitz, who's in who plays Corny in, as far as I can tell, every other incarnation of Corny. <laughs> Do you not know why they recast him for this one movie? Well, I have an idea. I think it's because they had to pay for Alan Thick, and um, and so I don't know. So they couldn't not, but... they couldn't afford Richard Stephen Horvitz. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Because <laughs> at the time, he wasn't really anybody big. I mean, after this, oh, after this came out, he was he became the voice of Invader Zim and other things. See, that's why so, because the corny the corniverse is what projected him into um, alien to... <laughs> roles. Yeah, he, another alien <laughs> voice exactly. Yes. So. <clears throat> Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Chris. Chris Bono or Bono. B O N N O is how it's mm-hmm. pronounced. I mean spelled. Um. Stars as corny. We have Tara Noah Smith as John again. Here he was in the last one we covered. Um. Laura Morgan as Kate. This uh newspaper delivering friend of theirs or something or. <laughs> Like friend or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Margaret Nagel is back again as uh, Judy, um, John's mom, and uh, Corny's Earth mom. We have Joe Adams as Dave as the uh, Earth dad here. Scott McAfee as the school bully. That's what he is in the in the credits. He doesn't have a name. <laughs> He's just school bully. Yep. We have uh, Donzali Abernathy as Miss Parsons, the school teacher. Marn Andrews as Miss Wisdom Tooth. <laughs> Eleanor Cumgees. Cumgees? C-O-M-E-G-Y-S. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. As Donna the Nurse. And then America's favorite dad, Alan Thick as Dr. Dresden the Dentist. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, the other one we had Dick Van Patten in. Another mm-hmm. one of uh, TV's favorite dads playing the grandpa. But now we've got uh, Robin Thick's dad. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep, have some blurred lines here, and um, wait, I don't even know what that meant. But uh, <laughs> don't sue me, Marvin Gaye's estate. Oh boy, yeah. So, what are your initial thoughts of this uh, episode in the corny verse? All right. So, uh, the more I watch these these videos, and the more entranced I become. But there's also this feeling of dread, I guess, if you will, no pun intended. Um, where it's just watching corny becoming so manic. And the, the dude's definitely got some ADHD, like like extreme version of it. And oh yeah, he's, nobody's helping him for it whatsoever. Everyone seems to enable him, in fact, or kind of you know egg him on, which is probably not very good. Well, maybe, and, maybe um, there's no 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 medication for zar zarconians or whatever zarconians zarconians. Maybe, maybe there's nothing, no medication yeah. for zarconians that uh, helps with uh, mental issues. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, but but yeah, human dentistry does work. So I'm not sure how that works. But yeah. like, um, <laughs> maybe, so, um, maybe that's a that's another one of the videos that we haven't seen yet. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a kid's guide to antidepressants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so 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 the corns, you know, he's um he's having his dream. I mean, yeah. So just yeah, my feelings about it is that um so you know to go on the lore here, a little bit of lore um mm-hmm. is that the whole point of corny. Capricorn being sent from the planet Zarkon to Earth was for him to teach his fellow kids, you know, er- Earthling kids, how to be street smart and to avoid stranger danger. So that was the whole purpose, was he was an ambassador for Zarkon, and he was going to be the example set for the Earth children. But what happens in the first video in the series is that he's the one making all of the mistakes, and it's all of his friends are the ones telling him where he went wrong and so i don't know some wires got crossed i'm not sure what happened here but then that attitude continues into the second episode of the series which is this one where he has a cavity that i can only assume is at least three years old and I'm not sure how nobody noticed it until now or how mysterious yeah, it, 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 felt was, no- it was tooth rot it was not a cavity it was not a cavity it was it, it, and how he felt no pain during any of this time also the fact that this was literally one of his front bottom teeth it was not something that can go unnoticed very obvious yeah you would see it the second he smiled and you know he smiles because one of his famous quotes is a smile goes a mile so 
there's not a chance that nobody in his Earth family, particularly his Earth parents, who are supposed to be the ones to look after him for such matters, um, did not notice it. But yet, his Earth parents are depicted as these saintly beings who always have Corny's best interest at heart, always paying attention to him and making sure he's okay. I call BS on that. Just saying. I mean, the, the, the whole smile goes a mile thing is such a important quote that it's on his tombstone. Oh, Courtney's dead? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. He died of a heart attack that was caused by uh, neglect to his teeth. <laughs> by the Pfizer vaccine? No, not by then. No, but, no it, was, it was just neglect oh. no, neglect of it to, to another tooth in his mouth. Another one of his, chomp- oh, okay. another one of his chompers. And it led to a heart, heart disease, and then he died. That's yeah. right. Not munchers. No, they call them munchers. No, munchers. What did I call Sorry. Them? I don't know. <laughs> you got choppers. What I don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, um, and um, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, it's it's very erratic, very manic. Uh, you know, I always get the idea to watch these things, and then I, it, it sounds like a good idea at first. And then I watch it, and I just realize how insane and chaotic corny is, and like how this was somehow supposed to be like cool for kids to watch. Like they would watch this and think this is cool. Like this like reminds me of what an adult would make who doesn't know what kids think are cool and then makes that thinking that that's what kids think is cool that's what i think this is about like, uh, that's, and that's totally what it is i mean yeah. my, my feeling on it is is that they don't understand kids at all and they just had this cool uh alien costume and needed to do something with it so they just didn't yeah. bother to actually care about what they were writing there are um I found online um the the videos for the adults that go in, in hand in hand with these videos. Okay. That are like the the parents guides and the teachers guide or whatever for these uh videos to help you. They make other ones? Well, no, basically what they are is there's like a there's like a video that goes along with this video. Like this is what okay. this is what you would show the kids in class, but then there's another one that like the teacher would watch so then she could uh know how to teach the class while they're watching this video. Oh my wow yeah Yeah, um i did not watch them but i found them online so that is awesome and probably boring but uh yeah it's pretty much like you know the like 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 you know there like things will appear on the screen every so often they'd be like you know asking a question right like what would you do yeah Yeah. and um at those points i guess the teacher is supposed to like pause the video and then talk to the class about what they would do okay all right yeah and the the parents and teachers guide will like walk the teacher through or the parent that's showing these videos to their kids through it so they can help teach <laughs> help teach the kids what uh how to learn and how to not be afraid and all that stuff right yeah um yeah so what goes on in this this uh masterpiece of a film this masterpiece all right so uh core name is having a nightmare where uh inflamed tooth is chasing him while he's riding his bike and then he wakes up screaming like a sound like a siren to be honest i mean it, then... it, 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 the, the the tooth it was like cgi that rivaled the the effects in um ant-man and the wasp quantum mania oh sure absolutely <laughs> might have been a little bit better actually but, <laughs> but, exactly <laughs> but, but, uh, but uh and then so he wakes up and in the the newspaper girl which i thought was his sister but i guess it's just like a friend or whatever yeah i couldn't tell She's um I, I I think uh yeah I think she's like a a friend because she was like admiring all of his toys on this thing like oh you got a lot of cool toys so I think and your sister would probably already know what kind of toys you have you know what I mean so, uh, yeah she's like paper girl and she's like knocking it out of the park I mean she's throwing papers directly into people's mailboxes like without like any any mistakes whatsoever I mean I mean she she, she she could teach uh teach Scott and the buttercream gang you know how to do things a lot better than oh absolutely scotch <laughs> is a total piece of shit at that but like in uh and uh but anyway yeah. and then you know miraculously the window was just happens to be open for some reason at 6 30 in the morning while both um corny and john are asleep and then so she walks in and throws newspaper at um corny's head and first thing corny does is you scared me and then starts laughing like hysterically like he's on drugs and I'm like, okay, that's kind of a weird reaction. The Corny does a lot of laughing in this episode, like like too much laughter. You know what I always find weird about like a lot of TV shows and movies where the the um the window is open but there's no screen. Yeah, like it's like okay, 
do they not care about like flies and bees and other animals or birds. other birds or anybody coming into their window you know don't get it a burglar I don't um it, yeah well, i mean not that a screen's gonna stop a burglar but you know <laughs> well no but it's just i don't know and then um uh, and then so he starts laughing hysterically because he's something wrong with them and then um he, he heard he holds his mouth and like ah oh, i my muncher or whatever and then they're like oh it's let me see and then he shows his mouth obviously this cavity looks like it's been there for like 18 years i mean this is like total tooth rot like not even the cavity like total again it's right in the front of his mouth it's one of his bottom teeth in the front there's no way that this could have been missed by anyone and then and then his friend she like is like a jokester or whatever and then she's like oh corny ask me what time it is and he's like what he's like come on just ask me what time it is and he goes it's two thirty yeah Get it like two thirty i cringed so hard when 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 that happened um her delivery was horrible too um it's just like, no um i don't I'm like embarrassed yeah. for her, basically. And then John's like a complete dick to him. Yeah, I know. I don't understand what that was about. He's like, like trying to like intentionally scare it. Well, that's the other thing too about this. So, so this whole this whole episode is about you know feeling scared, acting brave, or whatever. And then, um, and so they proceed for like the first half of this 47 minute long episode um like making going to the dentist like the most scary thing possible and it's like why would you do that if someone's already scared yeah scare them even further like and then tell them to be brave after the fact that you've already completely scared them which i don't understand okay and then uh well well it, it's it kind of reminds me in a weird way. Like years ago, I uh, had an apartment break in. Like somebody broke into our, our apartment when I when me and my ex were out to lunch. Yeah. Then I'm, we're sitting there waiting for the cops to come um, so we can file our report and everything. And my ex decides that, hey, now is a good time to watch Criminal Minds. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, this is going <laughs> to make me feel a lot safer and better here. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Hey, some people, they, you know, it's weird. Like some people watch, they're like, like horror horror films to like help them not be scared so i guess it just uh yeah i know <laughs> you know it's, it's like i don't know but apparently that's that was what they had in mind when they made this this movie this masterpiece this this um corny piece because they got like this they got like um ellen thick with like a huge power drill like about to cut Pony's mouth open and like taking his teeth out and like showing him the teeth in his hands when he's wearing these weird like gloves and shit like that i'm like okay this is supposed to like help kids not be scared to go to the dentist. well every time i go to my dentist he actually looks like that he's got the big wild hair he's got and... the wild hair and, yeah yeah the lightning storm in the background yeah I, I like it i find it relaxing yeah well you know so the corns he again jonathan is being a complete ass to him so like they have pancakes for breakfast and that's corny's favorite so you know he wants to eat pancakes but his mouth hurts so john is like egging him on to eat more pancakes even though corny is done because his mouth hurts so then corny then tries to you know eat more and he screams yelps in pain because his mouth hurts and then that's when the parents find out somehow now after all these years that he's been living there or whatever um that oh, oh you got a cavity we didn't notice that well, well actually who knows how long he's been living there because yeah, this if true. this is the second episode in the thing the first episode he has zarconian uh, parents but we don't see them so apparently the zarconian parents are the ones to blame here and, and um, they lived in the same house as this family. So my thing is, is like, did the Zarconian family get kicked out of there and replaced by John and his family? Yeah, that's right. Because in the first episode, his actual parents are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And because you see Scott mowing the lawn, though, in that episode yeah. with his shirt off. Scott. I mean, not Scott. Yeah, so I'm talking about his uh, Earth dad. What's his name? Oh, Dave. Yeah, I was thinking, I don't know why I saw his name with yeah. Scott. Yeah, you Dave, see Dave Dave's in mowing the lawn. Was that? Dave is in that one? I think so. I think he's mowing the lawn at one point but like he's not doing that's like the only thing he's in is him cutting the grass yeah it's been so long since i've seen that one so i don't remember so yeah it looks like yeah, maybe it's someone else but someone's mowing the lawn and we have no idea who i think it's supposed to be him but yeah so um yeah maybe maybe his earth parents got kicked out of the house or they just decided to leave or maybe maybe they came with Borny to stay with him for a little while to kind of ease him in to living on earth and then they went back to zarkon maybe so maybe that's my theory by my head canon here yeah 
I just don't know why John John wouldn't have been walking to school with him and everything then too. Yeah, so I don't know. And then um, well, John is a dick. So John is being like a real dick in this episode. I don't understand what his problem is. He's he's not being a good friend. But the other thing too is like they have these weird scenes that are like supposed to like show conflict, but they're just done so horribly and it doesn't make any sense. Like why? Like we're like oh we got to have conflict at some point during this episode. So yeah, we're just gonna do some random thing to make the one friend mad at the other friend but then they make up but then the very next scene we have to have another conflict for some reason and then makes no sense why that would happen and just it makes it feel just really forced and stupid anyway i'm like jumping so what happens after the breakfast can you can you tell me first they're they're going off to school and he uh corny somehow zaps himself into a cow stampede where for some reason everything's in black and white mm-hmm. and really bad stock footage yep because you know at least he didn't get you know zapped into a hot tub with an old couple so that's that's a plus yeah yeah i mean i don't know though i mean i guess getting stampeded by by uh by cows or getting molested by an old couple i don't know which would be worse <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, or or, or a plane crash. Guess that was the other part. Yeah, uh, later on he zapped himself. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, I I'm gonna go with I guess the molestation would be worse. The other one you just died. Yeah. So. Yeah, we don't really know the old couple's intentions, but they did seem kind of interesting, which is weird. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know, they don't get too much action, so it's probably no. Um, so, so, uh, so he zaps oh. himself, and you know, there, there's like I'm trying to remember exactly what happened next because I haven't watched this in over a week. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I watched it three times. Like, I can probably go. Yeah. Uh, so I, all I know is that the I, I've got notes here, and I got I got a note. My next note is why does the vending machine look like it's from 1965? Yeah, it's like not a mind modern vending machine at all and it has the weirdest uh you know like products inside of it too so yeah like just like generic candy basically yeah like but it's like generic generic twinkies and other things too yeah yeah and for some reason though he just pushes all the buttons and it just gives him a whole bunch of candy for one quarter which i'm pretty sure that's not how vending machines work yeah and uh well i guess if you break it and those old school vending machines were 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 weird i mean i I guess yeah i they I remember there was one like that somewhere when I was a kid. I don't remember where it was, but it was somewhere that I went often. And um, if you messed up, if you messed with the buttons every so often, something would come out, even if you don't put quarters in. Wow. Yeah. Um. And uh, but most of the time, those vending machines, they did have candy ones that looked like that one too. But I always associate those with with cigarette machines. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. Um. It's it's hard to say. Um, but yeah, it, it was just, it, it, it's just a weird vending machine. And plus it's just kind of hanging out by a staircase outside. It's a, yeah, yeah. An awkward place. Yeah. To put it. And so he gets a bunch of candy and then he goes into class, right? And then that bully trips him up and he spills all his candy on the floor. And then the teacher starts talking about, oh, how to take care of your teeth. How, yeah, how yeah, convenient. Very convenient. It's National Dental Health Week. Yeah. Uh, contrived, then, contrived narrative. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then, um, she's like, what's bad for your teeth? And then the, the, the friend, the other girl is just like listing off all the candy on the floor. That's Courtney's. And she's like, that's right. That's all bad for you. And it's like, Courtney does not take the fucking hint. Like, oh, you mean all this food I just bought is bad for my teeth as I have like an entire tooth that's completely all cavitied out? Oh, maybe I should chew some more fucking bubble gum. You know, that should help matters. And before Even that, though, oh, go ahead. That's my- I was saying before that, though, he gets tripped by this bully that we we talked about there for a second. The teacher kind of just, like, looks at it and doesn't do shit. Like, ignores the fact that one of the kids in her class is being abused. I think it's 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 Zarconian racism or something here. Some I kind of yeah, yeah. I do think there's some anti-Zarconian racism involved in these movies, um, where they they kind of treat Cordy kind of like a mascot. And to be fair, Cordy kind of leans into that himself. But at the same time, you know, you you should you know not egg that person on. Let them kind of have them show a little bit more self-respect instead of you know egging them on to act all like weird and stuff. But anyway, yeah. So... But I mean, but 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 you know, when, when everybody's treating you like shit and ignoring you and letting you be bullied. There's there's no wonder that he's afraid of everything. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a lot of psychological trauma that he's facing and that no one seems to care about, least of all his teachers and their parents and his, his best friend, Jonathan. But anyway, so he um he leaves or whatever. She tells, yeah, that's the other thing too. So more abuse going. So um she knows, she found finds out that he's got a cavity because they just told her. And then she goes, gives Orny 
a glass of ice-cold water and tells him to demonstrate to the class how to swish his mouth to get any food residue between his teeth. So then, and he even specifies to her that he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't really know how to swish. She's like, I don't care. Do it. So he does it. And then he does this weird, like, dance routine move for some reason because that's what you do when your tooth hurts is that you start doing, like, some weird dance move. I don't know. Yeah, and then, the, the, physical, uh, the physical comedy that, I mean... Chris Chris Bono does is nowhere near as good as uh, Richard Stephen Horvitz did in the other movie. It's like no. he he's he's I mean no offense to the guy he's just no, no, no yeah. But, uh, yeah, and so, you know, teacher just goes and just gives her ice, like, you know, a glass of ice-cold water, knowing that he's got a freaking cavity. What the hell is that about? So then, um, after he does his weird dance routine, they speed everything up to make it look comedic, I guess. That was their intention. And then, um, you know, gets bullied some more because he's buying more shit at the vending machine, even though he's not supposed to. And then the kid, like, smushes his Twinkie up against his, you know, his um, stupid suspenders he wears or whatever. That's oh, the other thing, his too. Over- overalls, yeah. I don't know why he wears those dumb clothes. Whatever. And then um, and nobody else is wearing them, but he wears his stupid overalls. And then uh, probably to, to, you know, because he's wearing a suit underneath there, so they'll look stupid or whatever. But, um, and then they're like, oh, you gotta take care of that bully. He's never gonna leave you alone. So then, you know, he kind of yells at him, but then he chickens out, you know, after the kid comes back. By the way, the kid's wearing, like, this weird kind of shirt. I don't even know what it is. It's like a t-shirt with, like, like not, like, holes in it, but, like, oh, it, it's, I don't know it, it's, it's one it. of those, like, like Back in the back in the uh, like eighties and nineties, they had those like they're like kind of like netting shirts that um, that uh, like basketball and football. I mean, uh, baseball and football players would wear when they're like training and stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. kind of what it looked like to me because I I remember I had some friends that used to wear those a lot, and I thought they were stupid because I was just not into sports. But um, right, <laughs> yeah. So he's wearing that dumb shirt, and then uh, you know, corny. By the way, so like the first like twenty five thirty minutes of this movie. He's not even gone to the dentist yet. Like, it, it's like a whole bunch of other random shit goes on, basically just to make the episode last longer. I'm assuming uh, because we get into this weird conflict between between Jonathan and Corny because Jonathan confided in the Corny that he's scared of delivering public speeches to to basically assuage Corny into thinking that hey, you know, you know, I'm afraid of things too or whatever. Yeah, this, and Corny, this is like, before they go to bed, and Corny goes to bed in his fucking overalls too. But um, yeah, that's right. That's the other thing. He sleeps in his fucking school clothes whatever and then uh and then and then Corey like complete fucking moron the next day thought starts talking about it right in front of the girl this time she threw the paper even harder at Corey's head again after knowing he's got the cavity she threw the newspaper even harder at his head than the first time when she didn't know that he had the cavity so i'm only assuming that she did this intentionally in order to inflict more physical pain on the corny so this is like a friend group he's got going on here where they're not really friends it's like the friend group who has like the weird kid to kind of hang around them yeah. he's not really an equal to them it's more of just like to kind of make fun of him or to kind of use as like a punching bag i'm telling you it's 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 a metaphor for racism i'm telling you um it's completely that they they you know it's it's how how we treat the other you know um quote unquote other yeah there's very very deep metaphors at one point though the bully actually even called him space fake that was when he um pushed the twinkie on his his overalls i mean that's like Um, the n-word it it, well i don't know but it could be in in the in the corny verse we don't know we we don't know what's going on in the corn corn verse but um but i imagine it could be um just depending on context but uh and so you know what you you know know, it'd be even better instead of calling it a we could call it a unicorn it's like a universe but it's uh, (laughs) oh Oh yeah, the unicorn. Okay, <laughs> that that works too. So, um, and, um, one stray observation here too about Corny. Sure. The way that uh, Chris Chris uh, uh, Bono plays him, and I don't know if it's because of the mask he has on, and if they're recording the audio live, or if it's re- if or if it's dubbed later, I can't tell. But uh, he sounds like like a mix between Bobcat Goldthwaite and Pee Wee Herman with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he reminded me of and i mean like I, and I mean like 80s 90s bobcat goldthwaite not like modern day bobcat where he doesn't do the crazy silly voices right the bobcat yeah, the bobcat i met a few years ago um <laughs> doesn't do that so no yeah i could see that um and so they go to class again and this is time i'm probably skipping over a few things but it's better and then um and they go to class and this time they have the miss wisdom tooth and she's 
dressed up as a giant dude, and they're teaching the kids how to floss. And then Corny, again, with the extreme ADHD going on, he's cutting off his circulation so hard on one of his fingers, and it looks like his finger is about to literally explode. And then um, the girl, you know, their friend, the one that abuses him physically by throwing hard papers at his mouth, um, she was dressed as a pirate because she was doing a... a a, a paper, I mean, report on was it Captain Hook or was it something else? Um, uh, Captain um, Kid or something. But uh, Captain, yeah. But, but uh, be- before that, I, I just want to talk about this Miss Wisdom Tooth. Sure, because I have I have many many questions. Okay, first off, when she enters the room, the kids are way too excited to see this woman in a tooth costume. Oh, I know. Yeah, they've got this look on their face, like you know, like I don't know, Johnny Depp just walking in the room or something. Right. The uh, and and okay, so so then later she's like rubbing this rope all all around her to pretend it's like floss and stuff and then gets kids involved and there's some kind of like sexual energy there to me was there i didn't really pick up on that she seemed like she was way into it Hmm. and it kind of creeped me out i think she was just trying to to show like the relaxing feeling of cleaning your teeth and maybe just went a little too overboard with it yeah i mean i i I agree that's probably the case but they should have thought about that and um, again they don't think about this i mean like again they had corny going into the middle of a hot tub with some two old people about exactly episode about stranger danger i'm just saying there's a lot uh, of sexual undertones in the corniverse or the or the unicorn unfortunately Um, i think the uh the cocaine when they're writing this and stuff and and the one last thing i have to say about about her is okay is this this lady's full-time job maybe is she just another teacher there that dresses up like a tooth every so often does she just dress up as other things like is she is she like the local sports ball team's mascot or something i don't know you know these are just thoughts i had while watching it yeah i mean there's no explanation she could be any of those things or she could literally just be a, a human tooth that could be it too and uh i mean because we live in the corny verse where aliens are real and corny is an actual um person from the planet zarkon because I, mean, so, I, I remember learning about dental health and in grade school and stuff when i was a kid never saw a woman dressed up like a tooth i don't know i guess you weren't blessed you know with that Do you have dreams that you want to achieve but are scared to do so due to self-doubt, fear, and other people's criticism? I have just what you need. You need a dose of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast where I interview guests that will motivate and inspire you to stop at nothing to achieve your dreams. And always remember, if you believe... You can achieve. The Living the Dream the Curveball podcast is available on your favorite podcast app. Hey, everybody. Why don't you give the old Black Lincoln Collective podcast a listen? We're funny, we're fat, and we're here 24-7 at blcpodcast.com. Anytime you want to listen, anywhere, all your favorite podcast apps. Of course, we have a YouTube channel where you can stream live with the show. Check out our shorts. We're funnier the less you hear of us. That's been a Black Lincoln Collective podcast at blcpodcast.com. And so Cordy, being all ADHD and shit and just like totally hyperactive, he's like making all these stupid sounds and stuff when he's like pretending to brush his heat. And like he ends up, um, like I said, like cutting off the circulation of his thumb or one of his fingers. Yeah, and it's it, like about to blow up. Yeah. Then the pirate girl is like, "Is it safe to?" She's like laying on the floor because she's worried his finger's gonna explode or whatever. And then like at one point, you know, you got Miss Wisdom Tooth like telling him how to brush his teeth. And then like you know, you got all the other kids just normally brushing their teeth. And got Corny over here going like, <laughs> making all these stupid sounds. Like, how do you not get annoyed with this guy? Like, you know. And then like at one point, he's like. He's like flossing or he's got like the dental floss and he's like, and he's like, this is fun. And he like screams laughter. I'm like, okay, this that was a good, is... imp- that was a good impersonation. He's got with it. Okay. Yeah. You sounded just like him. It's like th- this guy's got problems. Like there's, there's definitely so got something going on with him. Cause like he, he should not be act- like for one thing, like just screaming out of nowhere for no reason. That's a sign for something going on. And you need to get that looked at a little bit. You know, it reminds me yeah. of the over-exaggerated version of screech on say by 
by the Bell, the new class. Not not the yeah. Saved by the Bell screech where he wasn't quite as crazy. He was still crazy. But once he became the assistant to the principal, he became like totally like a dumbass. Like it was just like, yeah, he gets a job in education and he becomes a dumbass. That's what. Yeah. yeah but I'm not sure how that works out. But, uh, but yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so Courtney, again, is just going complete nuts. He's like he finds I will say this. Courtney is able to find entertainment, anything. So I guess that's, you know, something to appreciate that, you know, he does not get bored easily. So that's yeah. nice. Uh, I mean, this looks like a town full of boredom because, as you said, I mean, they're that the kids are that excited to see the wisdom tooth. So maybe there's not a lot going on in that town. Maybe they don't have video games in the Corneyverse, you know, or something like that. So, well, I know. mean, I mean, Corny's getting all excited about a vending machine. So, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and playing so, it like it's some kind of slot machine or something. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and here's the other thing, too. So, this teacher, again, with the anti corny racism. So, the bully ends up putting like, like a set of like teeth on the seats of the teacher. And then the teacher um, sits down and then like, you know, bites her butt, basically. And then she blames Corny for it. Corny's sitting there the entire time. Yeah, there, there, like, was, there was no how, reason whatsoever for her to blame him. Like, like he's literally in the front, front seat in center and can't miss him because of how he looked. And not only that, the sounds he made. Blaming Corny for that is just like the United States blaming blaming Iraq for 9-11. It's a metaphor for that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, it's a pre-metaphor for yeah. about seven years. <laughs> but like, so then she, you know, sent him to the office, you know, because of her bigotry against Zarconians. And, uh, but then Corny takes the opportunity to then say he can't go to the dentist um, because of that for some reason. I don't know. And then they're going to send a dog instead to the dentist office. So the dog's going to replace Corny's appointment, I guess. I don't know. And then um, I felt bad for that dog. I know, me too, because he's like, he's like, oh, Bruno needs to go to the dentist, not me. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this whole bullshit to switch a dog. But, but my thing too is the fact that the that's a real dog. And he's sitting there being held by this dude in a fucking alien costume. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like that dog's gotta be having nightmares. I don't know. He took it like a champ. I don't know. And then, uh, <laughs> he probably was traumatized for it. And then so um, the dad, uh, what's his name, David or Adam or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, did we talk about the friendship uh, speech? Oh no, that's right. This is where the conflicts, the the weird big conflict. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so he was supposed to give like some speech about like NASA, John in the class, and all of a sudden says he, he's getting all nervous, and then he's like, "Is it okay if I start over and change the subject? Because you can just do that in class, I guess." Yeah, you can just change the subject of your report, yeah. And uh, and then he just talks about, he gives the most generic talk about friendship. Like, being friends is means having friends and being <laughs> friendly and... When you're friends, you're 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 all friendly to each other, and you have more friends when you have friends. And right. I like friends, yeah. and and Friends yeah. is my favorite TV show. And I think Ross <laughs> is great, and Rachel should have stayed with him. They were on a, I mean, they know they were on a break, but still. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's just so exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, they make up after you know, already you know, couldn't keep the secret. And then right after they make up, they're riding their bikes home. Well, Jonathan's ro- rollerblading, but. Uh, um, Gordy's ride his bike and the girl I don't know her name she's doing all these like cool sick bike tricks like one she's got like her, her foot on the seat and she's like got her other leg like I mean I don't even know how to explain the move she was yeah, doing she, she, she was just like, basically like doing acrobats acrobatic stuff on top of her bike and then it was probably a stunt double who did it but well, like I'm sure. and who knows maybe not but uh and then jonathan's like hey i dare you i mean they that. sure didn't hire her for her acting skills no well, she was kind of funny but like in a, in a really weird way yeah and so he's like hey i dare you to do this and then Courtney's like no stop daring me to do this no i do and then so jonathan's like okay and then Courtney then like rides his bike into a telephone pole and then pretends to be dead and then He's like, oh, that's what you get for daring me to do things I don't want to do. And it's like, but he stopped daring you to do it. So that shouldn't even be a conflict at that point. No. And then, but we need to have conflict because somebody read something in the screenplay writing guide that you have to have conflict. So they're like, oh, uh, well, all right, we'll just have this random weird argument for no reason and then have Corny ride his bike into a telephone pole and then pretend to be dead. And then he goes home and he's like throwing popcorn into his mouth, but like the popcorn's going everywhere on his bed. So, you know, we got ants to worry about now, about in other insects, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're all flying in the window anyways, so. Well, yeah, exactly, because the window's always open. And then uh, and then his mom, her mom, is like, doesn't even seem to notice that. 
like, hey, maybe don't throw, like, popcorn everywhere in your bed. And then he goes on about this whole thing about, like, oh, I wish they wouldn't dare me to do things I don't want to do. And it's like, this has nothing to do with the story at all. They just made this up, like, for no reason. It's, it's like, pointless to even have this scene. And, and like you said, it's, it seems like somebody read a read a, um, a screenwriting book, but I don't think they got through it. Like, they only no, read the first couple chapters and didn't realize why you have to have conflict and you have to have reasoning for the conflict and you have to have it tie into the story. And, you know, there's all these different, you know, things that a, a good writer would know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. To- totally off topic, though. Um, I thought the mom looked really pretty in that scene for some reason when I was watching it. But that's another. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I mean, she was an attractive ever. woman at, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's what it is. And, uh, and, uh, and so he's like, you know, she finally convinces him that, you know, you got to go to the dentist or whatever. And then blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, no, that's it. That was the night before because then the next day, the next day is when he's, he's the one who skips out of school. And then the dad yells at him, get in the car. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, fine. And then he's like, I'm sorry. I yelled at you. I'm not mad at you. I just wanted to let you know you know you gotta be brave or whatever so then like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out too okay like corny left the school and yeah. no nobody seemed to notice this nope and then secondly he's just walking corny has a bike what happened to his bike maybe that kid stole it again i don't know that's the other point too the kid tries to steal the bully tries to steal their bikes and they stole corny's bike instead of jonathan's because that's the bike he really wanted but then he couldn't ride corny's bike correctly because it's a piece of shit and so then he just got off it and ran away well what, then, if i've learned anything this year um you don't steal you, you, you don't have to steal a bike if somebody just gives it yeah like with scott gave it to um um pete uh pete yeah, yeah from buttercream <laughs> Butter yeah, yeah exactly maybe maybe, sh- maybe they should have treated this bully the way they treated pete and just do like psychological trauma by having the entire town <laughs> I'm not conspire together to be nice to him until it just makes him go to a breaking point where he's like why are you doing this to me i hate myself Mm-hmm. I want you to hate me. And then, um, and so they go to the dentist and he's like, now suddenly Corny's acting even more stupid than normal because now he's pretending to be brave. So it just makes it even more cringe when he's doing that than it was when he's acting out and screaming and stuff like that for me. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, um, Capricorn. And he's like, my friend called me Corny. Oh God. I wanted to slap him when he said that. Like, like the way he like leans in. Oh, I just want to like, decapitate him. Like, and then anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that that got a, that got kind of uh, that got really violent right there. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just I hate I hate cringe. I just I can't yeah. cringe. This whole movie cringe. was cringe. <laughs> cringe does something to me psychologically that's just not mm-hmm. does to a normal person. You could just kind of get over it. But like when I see cringe, well, it, even even when I do cringe myself yeah i i, I just have a response I, to I, i've noticed that there, there's a lot of like um episodes of sitcoms that i really like that have cringy episodes yeah and i have to skip over those like i can't yeah, watch yeah. them it's just yeah i know what you mean yeah it's like well yeah one of those things that just can't i can't deal with it but uh so uh she you know she takes them into the room and then she gives them like some fluoride you know the fluoride in the water that makes you docile like the nazis put into the water no i'm just kidding and then uh that's one of the conspiracy theories that fluoride makes humans docile so they obey the government or whatever so she gives them the yes, government that's what yeah they do mm-hmm. i obey so, the government now yes, i obey the government so she gives according the uh, government obeyer um juice and then <laughs> tells them tells them to swish <laughs> they sell that right next to caprice on it <laughs> yeah right there. yeah you got the government obeyer juice and the- <laughs> Well, remember Sprite said, obey the thirst? That, yeah. was, a, that was, was a subliminal message. It was saying, obey the government, Jesus, is what it was. Or, you know, yeah, he got that right next to the Capri Suns and the Sun Kiss and stuff. And then, yeah. um, which Corey is not, not allowed to drink anymore, of course. And, um, and then, uh, and so like, she's like, you got swish this for a full minute. And he starts with another cringe right there. Him doing the swishing motion, I hated the way that looked. That was so cringe <laughs> to me. I, just, I hated his face so horribly. I just wanted to like, punch it you know and then uh like i know i kicked the child you know and so um well it was an adult playing him so well true but in the in the corny verse he's a child and then uh and so then alan thick comes in you know the dr dresden or whatever his name is mm-hmm. and he's like being really nice and gentle and he's just kind of telling them you know what the procedure is going to be and all this kind of stuff and then so he's like so so yeah, go ahead alan thick when he's his acting at the beginning he seems like he's so fucking bored yeah like, like he was hung over or something from the night before when he's doing his yeah, act. I don't know what the hell it's like. He's like, man, I gotta, you know, I've, I've gotta pay for that 
swimming pool in the backyard or something, you know? So right. yeah, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's like, he just, and like, apparently this is like the fa- the fastest cavity filling in the history of the world. Cause this goes on for like two minutes and the, apparently the procedure is done. And, uh, and my neatest cavity is like eight years old. So I'm not sure how that was <laughs> going on that, that quickly. That tooth would have had to have been pulled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, maybe Zarconian teeth are different. I don't know. But, um, and, and like they made this big thing where you talked about the jackhammer and shit like that. And then Corny's like screaming again. I'm like, come on. I can't hear Corny scream one more time in this movie. And of course. At, no, at, at one point he says something. I don't, I don't know. I got some of my notes. I can't remember where it is in there, but he says something that Corny should get a job as a professor professional stamp licker yeah yeah that's what he said yeah because of his tongue was very big and he's got weird like m&ms in his tongue for some reason which it, it reminds me of those commercials where those those uh those, those uh skittles commercials where the person has the skittles all over their body yeah 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 that's not where they got the idea from they probably watched this and then <laughs> you know, let's, let's like come up with some ideas let's look at some obscure shit no one's ever heard of and then we'll just steal ideas from it. No one's gonna claim anything because no one remembers it happened. I bet you the actors and the writers of this don't even remember making this. So and uh, I, I'm sure Alan Thicke did not remember this like long after no. he recorded it. Yeah. There's no way he remembered it. Um I bet you if you showed us the Robin Thick, he would almost feel embarrassed like the fact that his dad made this movie. And um Oh, I'm sure. Even though even though it was like five minutes of the entire film or whatever uh, film, I mean, I mean, this sure. is more cringe than the Masked Singer. So, uh, but I love, it I, I love the Masked Singer though. So, <laughs> oh, me too. It's, it's good, but yeah, this is way. And uh, yeah, so they they fix his teeth. You know, he promises to brush and floss, not eat so many candy bullshit, whatever. Of course, he's not going to listen to that. And then, uh, and then just as they're leaving, he he gets to go to the treasure box to find some dinosaur-looking thing or whatever. Well, it, it's a Zarconian action figure. Why the fuck does Dr. Dresden have a Zarconian action figure? So, so apparently, there's enough knowledge about Zarkon among the people of Earth to make an action figure, I guess, of a Zarconian? I don't know. Because uh, he's, like, all excited, like, this is the one I need for my collection or something. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, so they make multiples of these things, and then, I don't know, whatever. So then he gets his little Zarconian guy or whatever, and then just as they're about to leave, the bully's mom is taking him to the dentist because he's got a problem. He's, like, whimpering and crying about not wanting to go to the dentist. A little trivia, though. The person playing his mom had the same last name as him so that makes me okay. think it was probably his real mom probably yeah and then um so then Courtney's being nice to him and just telling him you know you gotta be brave or whatever and here you could take my action figure or whatever and then jonathan's like why would you do that because he's sitting there taunting him right in front of his mom and then his dad too and it's like dude don't start a fucking like fight here you know and then uh yeah john is dick john is totally a dick he is he's a total <laughs> asshole this, this episode and then uh maybe maybe the third episode or fourth will explain what's going on there but like and uh and so but like this wasn't even out of the goodness of of Courtney's heart so we we could see a manipulative streak and Courtney's personality, which is likely brought off from all the trauma and the bullying and the abuse that he suffered. Do you think it was not not out of the kindness of his heart that he gave him the no action figure? Well, because he said he told Jonathan, he goes, he goes, because he knows that I know that he's also afraid of the dentist. So it's basically like saying, like, aha, I've got the secret out of him. Oh, okay. Like, so that's the one <laughs> I took it at least. I, I, I mean, mean, I think it could have been both things. Like, you know, it could be. And then, um, and then, uh, the kid uh, gives it back to Jonathan and tells him that Cordy could have it because he doesn't want it. Probably because it's a freaking weird action figure of a Zarconian. And, and but, there, there you go. I think that's the luck. But, what? But but also they say that you know now uh, now the the nameless bully and Corny are friends somehow yeah don't know how and then we have then we have a little music video at the end that's right yeah oh God, and yes. and and I I they they had the name of the band up there do you know what the name of the band was no Nine Inch Aliens oh my God I think that's Trent Reznor's like side project yeah uh, it is yeah it totally sounded like something he would record not at all you wanted but... to record these like kid friendly you know <laughs> songs about being brave and. But but he didn't want anybody to know it was him, so he hid, hid, he hid the name really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just aliens. Yeah, uh, yeah music video was, was fire, though. That was good shit. Yeah. Uh, really good song. It had the riz, as the kids say. Oh, God. I'm just using, like, slang in a way that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what riz means, to be honest. Um, it's so based, man. I know what based means, but riz... Riz means, char- I- riz means charisma. Is that what it means? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just short for charisma. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
yeah i i, I was at a, i was at a wedding recently that i was uh working um a photo booth at and uh there were these kids at the thing like not kids but kids to me they were like probably about 10 years younger than me and they were all sitting there you know all these new slang words are weird i don't understand what does riz mean and then i um, and then I just, I spoke up and I was like, it means charisma. And they all looked at me like, why does this old dude know what that means? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah. Well, I just like looking up words myself. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just happened to put it in context and realize what it meant. And then I, yeah. and, and then it, it ended up, I think it's in the Webster's dictionary now. So yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Wow. So that was pretty much the whole movie. That was, that was corns for you. Yeah. Being brave, acting mm-hmm. brave means. Feeling scared, acting brave. Kids guide to courage. And we got two more, which hopefully I'll be able to convince Mike to, well, at least one of them, because the other one's just a workout video. There's really yeah, nothing. I don't, to I don't want to watch the workout video. <laughs> no, I, I do not. I, I, I watched like two minutes of it, and I'm like, I can't, I can't deal yeah, with I, this. Like, I watched about the same. So, <laughs> so. I, was like, I can't do it because like Courtney's just acting complete fucking idiot again. I'm like, I can't deal with this, Courtney. Yeah. Stop acting stupid. At least it's the real Courtney this time. Um, yeah, it's the real button. But like Courtney needs to stop being a class clown. And it could be funny. It's fine. But you know, you don't need to disrespect yourself to be funny, okay? Like quit screaming mm-hmm. while you got dental floss and you're making weird ass noises while you're brushing your teeth. While everyone else is acting normal. Just stop it. Be a yeah. normal person, okay? What you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta do it. Well, um, anything else to say here? Nope. Okay, so, uh, folks, um, you know what this time is? It's our call for action. We need you to go out there, be brave, get yeah. some courage, and we need you to go to all2real2.com <laughs> and check out all of our shit on there. And then, um, be brave and share our podcast with all your friends. Subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on now. Uh, we're available, like, everywhere. If you don't like the platform you're listening to us on now, go to another one and listen to us there because we're there, you know, all the places like the 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 Apple podcast, the Google podcast, the Spotify, the, you know, the who's it's and the what's it's. And, um, you know, we're on social media. There's links to all that in our website too, all to real com. Check out our tea public. We have some uh, nice buttercream and uh, <laughs> other merchandise on there. I, I added a shirt recently that says uh, um, diet cult. <laughs> looks like a looks like a Diet Coke can, but it says Diet Cult. I think you would enjoy that one. Um, yeah. It's in reference to our Boy Meets World uh, cult fiction episode. And, um, you know, do that, you know. But, I mean, the, the most important thing is to, uh, you know, subscribe, share the show with everybody. Um, also, uh, the you know, those are just things you can do for free. Also, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you can give a review um that's about it uh and uh be sure to be brave you know act smart you know do what you got to do don't don't be uh don't be a pussy like corny and um <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying and uh just remember that i love you sesame loves you and until next time bye bye thanks for listening to all too real two podcast a cullen park production produced and edited by michael e cullen the second Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.